Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I'm your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing to read Teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. This is chapter 31, The Supreme Perfection. Supreme Perfection. Jai, we left off yesterday when... Lord Chaitanya asked Ramananda Raya to say something more about the pastimes of Shri Radha and Krishna. And Ramananda Raya replied, It is very difficult for me to express anything beyond this. I can only say that there is an emotional activity called Prema Vilasa Vivarta, which I may try to explain. But I do not know whether you will be happy to hear of it. Unquote. In Prema Vilasa, there are two kinds of emotional activities meeting and separation. This transcendental separation is so acute that it is actually more ecstatic than meeting. More ecstatic than meeting. Ramananda Raya was expert in understanding these highly elevated dealings between Radha and Krishna. And in this regard, he had composed a nice song, which he narrated to the Lord. The purport of the song is that the lover and the beloved, before meeting, generate a kind of emotion by the exchange of their transcendental activities. That emotion is called raga or attraction. Srimati Radharani noted that quote, this attraction and affection between us has risen to the highest extent. Unquote. But the cause of this attraction is Radharani herself. Whatever the case may be, Radharani said, that affection between you and me has mixed us in oneness. Now that it is the time of separation, I cannot see the history of the evolution of this love. There was no cause or mediator in our love, save our meeting itself, and the exchange of feelings through our glances." This exchange of feelings between Krishna and Radharani is very difficult to understand unless one is elevated to the platform of pure goodness. Such transcendental reciprocation is not possible to understand even from the platform of material goodness. One has to transcend even material goodness in order to understand. This is because the exchange of feelings between Radha and Krishna is not a subject matter of this world, of this material world. 
even the greatest mental speculators cannot understand this directly or indirectly. Material activities are manifested for either the gross body or the subtle mind, but this exchange of feelings between Radha and Krishna is beyond such manifestations and beyond intellectual mental speculation. It can be understood only with purified senses, freed from all the designations of the material world. Those who have purified senses can understand these transcendental features and exchanges, but those who are impersonalists and who have no knowledge, no knowledge of the spiritual senses, can only discriminate within the scope of the material senses and thus cannot understand spiritual exchanges or spiritual sensual activities. Those who are elevated by virtue of experimental knowledge can only satisfy their blunt material senses either by gross bodily activities or by mental speculation. Everything generated from the body or the mind is always imperfect and perishable. But transcendental spiritual activities are always bright and wonderful. Pure love on the transcendental platform is the paragon of purity. Paragon of purity. Because it is devoid of material affection and is completely spiritual. Affection for matter is perishable, as indicated by the inebriety of sex in the material world, but there is no such inebriety in the spiritual world. Hindrances on the path of sense satisfaction cause material distress, but one cannot compare that with the spiritual distress of separation from Krishna. In such spiritual separation, there is neither inebriety nor ineffectiveness, as one finds with material separation. Lord Chaitanya said that this is the highest position of transcendental loving reciprocation. And he told Ramananda Raya, quote, By your grace only have I been able to understand such a high transcendental position. Such a position cannot be attained without the performance of transcendental activities. So will you kindly explain to me how I can raise myself to this platform. Unquote. 
now. It is similarly difficult for me to make you understand, Ramanandarai replied. As far as I am concerned, I can only speak what you wish me to, for no one can escape your supreme will. Indeed, there is no one in the world who can surpass your supreme will. And although I appear to be speaking, I am actually not the speaker. You are. Therefore, you are both the speaker and the audience. Thus, let me speak only as you will me to speak about. Let me speak only as you will me. As you will me to speak about the activities required to attain this highest transcendental position. Unquote. Ramanandaraya then began his explanation, saying that the transcendental activities of Radha and Krishna are very confidential. Very confidential. These activities cannot be understood by one who has an emotional relationship with the Supreme Lord as servant to master, friend to friend, or parent to son. This confidential subject matter can be understood only in the association of the damsels of Raja. For these confidential activities have arisen from the feelings and emotions of those damsels. Without the association of the damsels of Raja, one cannot nourish or cherish such a transcendental understanding. In other words, because these confidential pastimes of Radha and Krishna have expanded through the mercy of the damsels of Raja, without their mercy, one cannot understand them. One has to follow in the footsteps of those damsels of Raja in order to understand. When one is actually situated in that understanding, he becomes eligible to enter into the confidential pastimes of Radha and Krishna. For one who wants to understand these confidential pastimes, there is no alternative to following in the footsteps of the damsels of Vraja. This is confirmed in the Govinda Lilamrita 10.17, quote, Although manifest, happy, expanded and unlimited, the emotional exchanges between Radha and Krishna can be understood only by the damsels of Raja or their followers. Just as no one can understand the expansion of the spiritual energy of the Supreme Lord without His causeless mercy, no one can understand 
the transcendental sex life between Radha and Krishna without following in the footsteps of the damsels of Vraja. Unquote. The associates of Radharani include her personal associates called Sakis and her near assistants called Manjaris. It is very difficult to express the dealings of Radharani's associates with Krishna because they have no desire to mix with him or enjoy with him personally. No desire to mix with him or enjoy with him personally. Rather, they are always ready to help Radharani associate with Krishna. Their affection for Krishna and Radharani is so pure that they are simply satisfied when Radha and Krishna are together. Indeed, their transcendental pleasure is in seeing Radha and Krishna united. The actual form of Radharani is just like a creeper embracing the tree of Krishna and the damsels of Raja, the associates of Radharani, are just like the leaves and flowers of that creeper. When a creeper embraces a tree, the leaves and flowers of that creeper automatically embrace it. The Govinda Lilamrita 10.16 describes the pleasure of Radharani's associates as follows. Quote, Radharani, the expansion of the pleasure potency of Krishna, is compared to a creeper and her associates, the damsels of Raja, are compared to the flowers and leaves of that creeper. When Radharani and Krishna enjoy themselves, the damsels of Raja relish the pleasure more than Radharani herself. Unquote. Wow. We're going to stop here for today. Thank you for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.